Prevents Explained. Hello and welcome to Prevents Explained, where we review and comment on legal events in the business world today. A few words to our firm and founder. Prevents is a law firm headquartered in the Baltics and our founder, Edgaras, is a practicing attorney also in the Baltics, trained at King's College in London and is now specialized in mergers and acquisitions and competition law. As for me, my name is Daniel. I've been with Prevents since our formative stages. My alma mater are the law schools in Bonn and Maastricht. And I'm very happy that you're with us here today. Let's talk about competition law. What we'll be talking about in the third episode of Prevence Explained is uh, Italy's competition authority, the Autorita Garante della Concorrenza e del Mercato. I'm just going to call them AGCM from here on out. Um, they have fined the e-commerce giant Amazon for 1.13 billion euros. Uh, why did they do that? Amazon allegedly abused its dominant market position by giving third-party sellers no choice but to use the company's logistics service fulfillment by Amazon, in short, FBA. Okay, I know that uh, I might have started out here with a couple of terms that might be unknown to, to many people. For one, uh, Amazon FBA and uh, the term third-party sellers. I think it would make sense to maybe just expand on that a little bit and how uh, this whole concept of Amazon FBA works before we get into the nitty-gritty of uh, the grounds of the fine and what exactly happened there. So. Let's maybe take a closer look at Amazon, but not from a buyer's perspective, but from a seller's perspective. Um, as we all know, Amazon is a digital marketplace and the products that you can buy on Amazon are not necessarily all manufactured by Amazon. Sure, there are a lot of uh, products that Amazon manufactures and sells themselves. I mean, we probably have all bought an HDMI cable from Amazon Basics or a mouse or a keyboard or something like that. But actually, most of the products that are sold on Amazon are sold by people, uh, individuals that only use the Amazon marketplaces as a digital platform to sell their wares. These people or these merchants are called third party sellers. Now, as one of these third-party sellers, you can either choose to sell your products on your own, meaning that you use your own logistics scheme or your own customer service. That means that if you have, let's say, an overseeable amount of product, you can store it in your garage or in your basement, ship it yourself. And if there's a problem with the returns or a problem with the product, the customers will call you. Uh, or what you can also do is you can use um, Amazon's logistics scheme, which is the Amazon's FBA service. This means that for a certain fee, Amazon will then take over tasks that belong to the seller, actually, which means tasks like shipping, customer service, the returns, and they will even grant you more benefits. And it's exactly these benefits that you get on top that are bothering the AGCM at the moment. So the AGCM wrote a 250-page report where they elaborated that third-party sellers that don't use FBA are at a disadvantage as opposed to the people that are using FBA, meaning that uh, the people that are not using FBA are always selling at a disadvantage. Allegedly, this happens by way of preferential treatment when it comes to, for example, getting featured by Amazon during events like Black Friday or, you know, as we should say, as of this year, Black November, Cyber Monday or Prime Day. Leveraging FBA also heightens the chances of Amazon sellers to rank higher in the search results, which of course leads to more revenue in the long run and to a disadvantage of people who are not using Amazon FBA. Now, when we're already on the topic of higher revenue and the higher visibility, we have to mention the Amazon Buy Box. The Amazon Buy Box is um, the orange golden field that we all know that says add to cart or add to basket, depending on where you're shopping from. Uh, what basically happens is you're looking at a product and you want to buy it, you click on the Amazon buy box, you click on add to cart. And what Amazon does, then it suggests to you the seller that in their opinion 
has the highest or the best customer experience, offers the best customer experience in terms of, let's say, shipping, return policy, customer service. You may see where I'm going with this, right? Because if this seller happens to be using or leveraging Amazon FBA, he will directly already have a stellar reputation when it comes to these three metrics, which means that the chance of this seller being in the buy box and getting the highest revenue will be much higher than someone who doesn't. In a nutshell, what that means is if as a seller, you want to have a really high share of the buy box, if you want your product to be suggested by Amazon, when people click on that buy box, you're going to have a really hard time if you're not leveraging FBA, the service that Amazon provides. And that is what the AGCM has a problem with. Okay, I hope I was uh, at least halfway clearly able to summarize the whole technical aspect of selling on Amazon and what FBA means and uh, what advantages FBA sellers have over non-FBA sellers. Uh, let's look at this whole case from a competition law perspective. Now, the question that we have to ask ourselves here is, is that advantage that the FBA sellers have actually of an anti-competitive nature? Um, because at the end of the day, you could say that if I choose to sell my stuff online, I can choose to do it over either Amazon or maybe eBay or uh, in, in, in the USA, you could do it over Walmart or you can just set up your own online shop, right? That would, uh, would that be such a, such big of a difference? And this is exactly where the AGCM says, yes, it would, because, and this is, I quote, Amazon holds a position of absolute dominance in the Italian market for intermediation services on marketplaces which has allowed it to favor its own logistics services. So what they're saying is that Amazon has become so dominant on this market that you actually do not have the option to do it. Either you sell on Amazon or you can't sell anywhere else with the same amount of success. This is uh, definitely a point that the Court of Appeal will have to take into close consideration. I um, actually, Amazon has already has already communicated that they will that they strongly disagree with the decision of the of the AGCM at this point, and that they will appeal because they feel that the proposed fines and remedies are unjustified and disproportionate. So what will ha what will happen for sure is that a court of appeal will look uh, closer into this case. Where I don't see a problem is the assessment that Amazon holds this position of absolute dominance. First of all, I. I'm pretty sure that the AGCM did their homework in that regard before they slapped the fine uh, of that amount on Amazon. And also, there's not a lot that speaks against it. I mean, Amazon has a position of absolute dominance, be it in the Italian market or the European market. Amazon is an e-commerce giant. If you're going to sell over e-commerce, you're probably going to you're probably not going to be able to circumvent selling on Amazon. <clears throat> the question. Uh, that is interesting, though, is whether the use of FBA is mandatory for high visibility or if there's an anti-competitive effect for people that do not use Amazon FBA. And that is where I think the case of the AGCM will break, because what the AGCM is saying here is that if you don't use Amazon FBA to sell, you will never be able to sell as well as the merchants that are using or that are leveraging Amazon FBA. And that is simply not the case. Um Amazon always leaves the option open to sellers to not use Amazon FBA. And uh, the thing for Amazon is, is that you as a seller are as customer centric as possible. Customer centricity is deeply woven into the fabric of Amazon's corporate uh, DNA, if you so will. Uh, if you are able to perform better than Amazon or than someone using Amazon FBA, you will get the higher visibility. The only problem is, is that it's super hard 
for sellers to come up to that Amazon FBA level because, as I said, Amazon is a super customer-centric uh, company. Uh, they put the customer above everything else, which is not necessarily always a good thing because at the end of the day, you know, Amazon employees exist as well. But, um, of course, if you as a seller are able to provide a service which is better than that of people using Amazon FBA, then of course you will get higher visibility. And I think that is exactly how Amazon will argue in this particular case. So in a nutshell, and this is just uh, this is just my personal speculation on the case, don't take my word for it. The thing is, I've been working for a company that writes uh, software for Amazon for about a year now, and I've been doing a lot of research on the topic. Um, and I think my conclusion here would be that, yes, if the if the case goes before a court of appeal, and it will do that, the court of appeal will definitely rule that Amazon does have an absolute uh, position of dominance on the Italian market, that is for sure. But in terms of Amazon favoring their own service, FBA, in terms of uh, higher visibility for the people that leverage that service, FBA, I don't think that's the case because at the end of the day, if they would do that, Amazon would be abandoning one of their core values that they've had since uh, they only had one employee. And I don't think uh, that that is the case here. Okay, that being said, let's take a more holistic approach at the whole matter. And uh, hypothetically, let's say the AGCM wins this case. The Court of Appeal says yes. Uh, what Amazon is doing here is uh, favoring their own service uh, FBA in uh, in a in a way that constitutes anti-competitive conduct. If they get if they go through with this and um, the AGCM wins, this would be a really groundbreaking case on a global scale because the the concept of FBA is used everywhere in the world. And that would, of course, be, let's say, a slippery slope or maybe a Pandora's box for a lot of other antitrust litigations that would happen all over the world, um, which is why I think um, the eye is definitely on Italy at the moment and also on the European Commission because the European Commission actually opened its own probe into this practice but carved out Italy in the scope of their investigation in order to allow the AGCM, Italy's antitrust watchdog, to proceed on its own merit. And um, this is highly untypical because typically the European Commission is quite unified in its approach. So uh, I don't know what strategy they're driving there, but all in all, it's a very, very interesting case to, um, to observe. And uh, we'll definitely keep you updated on it. But for now, that is all. Um, that is our take on the subject. We'd be happy to hear any comments or feedback. Just uh, leave it in the comment section or write us an email. Be sure to subscribe and follow if you want to hear more content of this kind. And yeah, I'll see you next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Prevents Explained.